Aja, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yeah, I think so. Are you ready? Yes, sir. We're going deep in this one. Way down. I didn't actually look, but I've heard so many from this theorist or this person or that person that I don't know what the exact extent of the depth that these things have gone, but they go way, way down, like tens of stories. I don't know if they're hundreds of stories, but like 60 or 80 stories into the ground. Dude, yeah. uh, I mean, they go like miles below ground. That's insane. Yeah. What's 80 stories? So 10, 12 feet per story. Yeah. But I know they go deeper than that. They have to. Trying to port my notes, man. It's taking forever. So, uh, while that's happening, what are you drinking, my good man, this evening's activities? I'm having a dogfish 60-minute IPA. Yes. Just one? It'll probably turn into two or three by the done. Yeah, it'll be two or three. <laughs> what are you having? I got my trusty old cream ale, but I also have my fist of peach Jim Beam. You got them both, huh? You got the Genesee with you there, too? Yeah, cream ale's over here, wow. too. Wow. I'm going to have to get, like, a, a mini fridge here where I do the recording. That way I don't have to... Every time I get a new one, I got to go all the way upstairs. Could you create a contraption? That'd be a lot of work. Like a dumbwaiter? Yeah. Well, no, because the kitchen's on the other end of the house. Yeah. You're right. I'm below the living room. And you can't you can't do it through the garage, because that would be dumb. Where's the bathroom? Where is a bathroom? I guess the bathroom is above your other room, down the basement, right? No. The bathroom would be kind of above me, but a little further over. Or actually, the bathroom would be like above the TV here. Ah, uh, that's where that's where you'd have to put the chute. Yeah. Nah, that's so much work. Just get a fridge. Was that a joke you made? Putting a chute <laughs> in the bathroom? <laughs> Poop chute? <laughs> uh, well, the fridge would be close. The fridge is close to the bathroom there on the first floor. So you'd have to somehow get a contraption to go from that fridge. You could dump it down through the bathroom, but then it, to get it down to you. But yeah, fridge is a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just don't leave the beer down there for for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to get like a robot and send the robot for it. And they call that a dumbwaiter. <laughs> <laughs> then there'll be a bunch of robot picketers outside of my house. <laughs> Robots are not dumb. We have feelings too. <laughs> you get that uh, that new citizen, Saudi Arabia. Did oh, you see her? Yeah. <laughs> Sophia. She'll be the first one out there. Yep. Is that her name? Yeah, Sophia. They got a guy one too. I forget what his name is. Did they make him a citizen too? I don't. I don't know about that, but I do know there's the same people who made Sophia made a guy one too. Sanford. I don't know. No, I don't know what his name was. Probably not. <laughs> well, our subject is dumb. Mm-hmm. But not dumb as in stupid. <laughs> no. I don't know. Why do they ever call that thing a dumb waiter anyway? Maybe because it does bring stuff to you, like a you know, but it's not intelligent. Maybe it's a dumb waiter. Hmm. I have to dig into that for a little of this, little. That'd be interesting. Deep underground military bases. That's what we're doing. There's over a hundred of them, man. There's so freaking many. Over a hundred in the U.S. Yeah. I found this one website, thewatcherfiles.com/dumb, and it's got lists of them under most of the united states alaska arizona california colorado they're every freaking way yeah i got a i got a, a a list like that too mine comes from the truthdenied.com but it's arizona arkansas california colorado connecticut florida georgia idaho indiana kansas maryland massachusetts michigan missouri nebraska nevada new hampshire new jersey new mexico New York, you know, I, I guess I might as well finish it. <laughs> but, well, yeah, go ahead. Ohio, Oregon, Pennsylvania. Did you say those? Texas, Virginia. Oklahoma, Oregon. Did you say Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, Texas, Virginia, Washington, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Utah. Whew. Why? I got some in Wyoming. Did you say that one? I did not say Wyoming. Do you want to go visit one? Sure. You could totally do that. Greenbrier Hotel. In West Virginia. White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. 
Yep, that's number 104 on my list. What if, I didn't know yours were numbered. Well, I mean, <laughs> on my list of all the bases. It has they actually t- have... Go ahead. I was going to say Greenbrier actually has... You can schedule and pay for tours of the bunker of the military base that they built at Greenbrier Resort in uh, White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. It says it's uh, large enough for 800 people. <laughs> it's got its own crematorium. Which one? Greenbrier? Yeah. White Sulphur Springs. It's not necessarily on the way from us, but boy, I would love to make that a pit stop on the way to Point Pleasant for the Mothman Fest. Yeah, it's not too far away. A little bit of a three-hour detour, but they built this in during the uh, Project Greek Island period of time. It was in the 50s, 60s, during the Eisenhower years, mm. which was right after World War II. So what they did with this one is they, they made it so that this one is a uh, the U.S. government continuity of operations go-to base. So this one was actually constructed in, I know it was the 50s. I thought I had it exact. Like It started construction in the 51 or something. But they they were constructing it. We don't have to get into the whole history of it. But they, at some point, the government took control of the whole property. Mm-hmm. And that's when they started constructing the base itself, deep down in the hole. Uh, late 50s. They approached the Greenbrier for assistance in creating a secret emergency relocation center to house Congress in the aftermath of a nuclear holocaust. Because that was a cool thing to do then. So the U.S. dropped their nukes on Japan, and they're like, oh, shit, what if somebody does it to us? (laughs) We're not quite ready. (laughs) So from 59 to 62, I believe, is when construction was happening. But what they did there during – well, after the construction, when everything was up and running – a group of people would go in periodically or often to make sure all the supplies were up to date, make sure all the communications that they put in there was working, and they called themselves uh, Forsyth Associates. Did you see that? Mm-mm. There was just like this secret group of guys that that constantly had access to all this stuff, but they actually their cover was Forsyth Associates, and they were the uh, Television technical repair crew. Oh, really? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but every once in a while, they just disappear behind some wall. Oh, shit. Where'd those guys go? Hmm. Maybe they were ghosts. I, it, that's probably what it felt like during that time when these guys are just walking in and out of there. You want to go? To? To visit Greenbrier? Yeah. Yeah. $39 for an adult. You can do a private tour, and that is before 5 p.m., it's if you have a group. I don't hold on. Before 5 p.m., $850 per private tour plus $25 gratuity for 1 to 25 guests. How much is it going to cost for me to go just walk around that biatch by myself? I don't want a tour guide. I want to go looking. I want to go hunting. I'm just pulling levers. What's this <laughs> button do? What's this lever do? $39 will get you in there. But I don't know what that tour consists of. I wonder if they're like armed tour guide. Because once I pay my $39, dude, I'm going to bonk that guy upside the head and I'm taking off. <laughs> you got a lot of space to run around in. 112,544 square foot area. Yeah, it's like a mini city. Yeah. This is big enough for 800 people. That's a lot. Here are the guidelines. Maximum tour size is 25 persons. No one under the age of 10 will be permitted. No cameras, electronic equipment, or cell phones are permitted. No items of concealment, backpacks, tote bags, purses, etc. Weapons of any kind are not permitted. We reserve the right to refuse admission to anyone not adhering to the bunker tour guidelines. Well, I can't even go. Because my hands are registered weapons. (laughs) You have to cut them off. Then you got to get augmented hands. Sweet. But then I can't get any with weapons. (laughs) They're hidden in the fingers. Oh, like Inspector Gadget. (laughs) Exactly. 25-ton blast door that opens with only 50 pounds of pressure. Wow. It kind of de- kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Because if you open it from the inside, it's... Well, probably when it's unlocked, it opens easy. 18 dormitories designed to accommodate over 1,100 people. Oh, 1,100? I saw 800. That's what it shows here on the uh, the hotel site. Uh, Maybe something else. They just want to sound cooler than they are. Yeah. Maybe it's actually 
just 112,000 square feet. They added a 540 later. <laughs> Power plant with purification equipment and three 25,000-gallon water storage tanks. Diesel fuel storage tanks, communications area, including television production area, and audio recording booths. Dude, Sweet. how awesome would it be? <laughs> yeah. Record a podcast down there. Yeah, man. Uh, clinic with 12 hospital beds, medical and dental operating rooms, laboratory, pharmacy, intensive care unit, cafeteria, meeting rooms for the House and Senate, the Governor's Hall, and Mountaineer Room. Isn't that awesome? It's like a, it's a fallout shelter. Yeah, that's exactly what it was meant to be yeah. in case somebody decided to attack the uh, U.S. from the East Coast. But it was a big secret until the Washington Post let the cat out of the bag. Let the moose out of the bunker. About this one? Yeah. Oh. May 31st, 1992, the Washington Post published an article which exposed the facility. As a direct result, the U.S. government began decommissioning the bunker and ended the lease agreement with the Greenbrier in 1995. Or this is the area the public can see. That's my th- You know, why would they... Uh, I don't know. It, why would they decommission it just because the public found out there was a fallout shelter? Unless right. there was something else going on they're like shit get all that paperwork out of here get all those test tube babies out of here <laughs> all those clones come on we gotta go <laughs> i mean it's it's not a secret anymore right so so now that means it's a target yeah i guess i mean it's underground so i mean they'd have to could a nuke even do anything even if it's a target what does that matter it's underground but i don't think it's underground enough I don't think it goes all that far. I think it's literally under the hotel, and that's mm. kind of it. Uh. There was another website that I found that kind of addresses what you need to withstand nuclear blasts and all that. Let me get into that, or are you... We should probably save that for our bunkers episode. All right. What do you think? Yeah, because according to this thing, your backyard bunkers ain't going to... Sh- really? <laughs> Just about. Wow. Yeah, we should definitely hold off on that. Wait till we do our our bunker episode in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, there's one. It's a <clears throat> FEMA regional center. It's uh, appropriately placed since Atlanta is to become the capital within the NWO redrawing of boundaries. Now shit's getting crazy. Yeah, uh, Atlanta is believed to have several underground installations in its area. One to the north at Kennesaw Mountain. Marietta, Georgia, connected to Dobbins Air Force Base, and one to the south of Atlanta at Forest Park. And the one little thing I have here on my giant list of bunkers is Dobbins Air Force Base, Marietta, Georgia, function is a test site for plasma and anti-gravity aircraft, experimental crafts, and weapons. What do you say to that? I say, duh. <laughs> you know what they're up to, man. Of course they are. But what kind of, what throws me off about, if why, why make the country capital right on the coast like that? I mean, D.C. DC is not far from the Atlantic Ocean, really. Atlanta is not that far from the Atlantic Ocean, really. Well, when did D.C. become the capital? I don't know. How am I supposed to know that? Well, I don't I'm know. I'm a historian. <laughs> but when it became the capital, did we even have the rest of the country? Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Because originally it was Philadelphia, and I don't think we had the rest of the country then. True. So they they just kind of were like, dude, yeah, uh, this is a good place. We're not going to. That noise is happening again. Now? Yeah. You hear it right now? No, I don't. Lean forward. No. No. I w- yeah, I was hearing it. But I didn't do anything. You might not want to buy that house, man. It sounds like you got a demon. <laughs> That's so weird. I should have yeah. left, left that in, that episode. The whole thing? Yeah, but I, I cut it all out. Uh, D.C. was established July 16th, 1790. Well, that's when it became the capital of the country. But, I mean, after that, we still had like 30-some states to go to add to the Union. Yeah, and, I mean, they wanted people to be able to visit the capital when they came over here. You know what I mean? So they wanted it semi-close, wouldn't you think? All right. Yeah, I guess. Now, they should move it to, like, Kansas or something. Somewhere just get it blown down. Smack dab in the middle. Tornado alley. Come on. If they would build the Capitol underground. <laughs> Who says it's not already there? It could. DC is just a public face. 
they're it wouldn't surprise me one bit. I mean, there's a there's a dumb there. Under DC? No, in Kansas. There's two of them. Oh, that is the middle of the country. Yeah. Or you know, as close as you're going to get to the middle. What about the one in Kansas? We got another one in Kansas. Well, one of them is in Kinsley, and that's allegedly an underground UFO base. Oh. And then the other one is in Atchison, Kansas. It says the DIPEF, D-I-P-E-F, underground facility, which the government would run in an emergency. AT&T maintains an underground facility at Fairview, Kansas. They they maintain that one there? I guess. I mean, this it literally says underground facility, which the government would run in an emergency. Because AT&T had stuff to do with the one in North Carolina? Or maybe it was the, um, shit, dude, there's so many of them. There's a ton. It's it's hard to keep track of, w- like, which I one know. is doing what. Is there a manager to any of this? There's so many of them. Like, is there one person, like, Kevin Feige is the guy who does all the Marvel stuff. So is there, like, one dude be like, all right, we got, we got the uh, North Carolina bunker over here, the dumb over here, this is what it does over here, and this one in Kansas, this is what it does. AT&T, I need you to control all this stuff. Like, is there a dude? Is there just some body? Maybe there's, like, a regional manager. <laughs> and they all get together occasionally. Yeah. They go to Montana for their <laughs> yearly meeting. How's your region doing? Yeah, not so great. Not so great. The people found out about one of ours. Ah. Don't tell me we're going to have to decommission that one, too. Yep. Tell you what. Do tours, and then we can get some money from the tours. Yeah. Perfect. Give them some, uh... Some gas masks and some hazmat suits. You know people are going to love that stuff. Here here you go, open public. Put these gas masks on. How long can you last with this uh, mustard gas over here? Hazmat, get them over there. How long can you last with this gas over here? People will love it, man. It's an escape room, but it's real serious. Yeah. Make money like that. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there are people that are basically immune to mustard gas. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. There was a guy that I was working with. He said he 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 tried to go into the army or something. He, you know, he got so far that he didn't want to continue. But part of whatever they were doing was to see who can withstand a mustard gas. Mustard gas sucks a lot. They threw all these dudes in a room, and you know, ninety percent of them were just coughing their faces off. Hmm. And then there was a couple of them that were like. I I could be in here all day. This this is this is nothing. Jeez. Immune to mustard gas. Goes great on a hot dog. <laughs> Bring in the weenies. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Mount Weather Emergency Operations Center. That's in Virginia. I think that was the one where AT and T was involved with that one too. I think I know there was another one that AT and T had some was heavily involved in. See, that's why I have Verizon. <laughs> Verizon's just the new AT and T. Can't trust AT and T. Everybody's figuring out what AT and T was up to, so AT and T started to back up, back off a little bit. Their old the CEO probably works for Verizon now, <laughs> just like how, how we got Von Braun from the Nazis to build a rocket ship. Same thing. <laughs> the CEO of AT and T is like with Verizon now, helping them do their shady shit. And the one guy from Verizon is now Sprint. Mm-hmm. Paul. Is that, is that who he is? Paul, the can you hear me now guy? Yeah, that's him. Yep. There was a, back when all this stuff was really getting hot and heavy in the 50s when the U.S. was like, oh shit, what about nuclear bombs in the U.S.? They called it Project Greek Island. Is what, That's where they started with the Greenbrier, but then that, oh yeah, it was Greenbrier. AT&T provided phone service for both the Greenbrier Hotel and the bunker. All calls placed from the bunker were routed through the hotel switchboard to make it appear as if they originated from the hotel. The communication center in the bunker today contains representatives of three generations of telephone technology that sweet. But what I was getting at is Project Greek Island started with the Greenbrier bunker, and then it moved to what they called Federal Relocation Arc. So there's an area around D.C. Mm-hmm. where they built multiple dumps, deep underground military bases. And there's a couple of we know about the Greenbrier, and there's mm. a couple of them that are like speculation, like they're pretty sure there's something under the ground there. But all these locations will house 
different parts of Congress, which I think is crazy. No, I mean, it makes, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. In case some shit goes down. All right. This branch of the government goes over there. This branch of the government goes to, um, the high point special facility. But look, I gotta be honest with you. I'm for term limits. So put them all in the same place and let God sort them out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill him. He'll figure it out. They shouldn't be in for life. This is not a political podcast. I'm sorry, but they shouldn't be in for life. Get the fuck out of here. Hell no. Where'd that come from? Who says that? Senate? Oh, this, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's Congress. Congress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those guys should not be in their life. No. No, no, no. So this is where that acronym I told you about right before we hit record. Mobilization and dispersal of emergency teams to the Federal Relocation Arc may require several hours to complete, so its utility would be susceptible to a bolt-out-of-the-blue attack, (laughs) known by the military acronym BOOB, a sudden decapitating nuclear strike against Washington, D.C. by a foreign state that occurred with no warning and was not preceded by any period of rising tension or intelligence indicators. Military planners consider the likelihood of such an attack to be low. Correct. So we've got the Greenbrier. We've got... Well, shit, I can tell you I can tell you one right now. Do it. On the East Coast? Yeah, it is. Do it. Wright-Patterson Air Force Base mm. in Dayton, Ohio. And this... I'm pretty sure, wasn't this the one where they allegedly took the Roswell crash, right? In Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they took it all the way to Wright Pat. Yep. They didn't have anything established in Roswell at that time? No, I don't think so. Um, but this one, it's got a warehouse with multi-levels underground, packed with alien craft, hardware, and even bodies on ice. It's uh, also the headquarters of the infamous Project Blue Book. Yeah, buddy. Now you're talking. Yeah. There's another one. I don't know if it's this one or if it's one in near Philadelphia. They allegedly decommissioned it. Okay. But there's people see stacks, you know, like uh, ventilation shafts uh-huh. out of the ground. And they said there's still stuff coming out of them. And they said they'll still see helicopters come in. But they'll say it's de- they say it's de- decommissioned. Yeah, right. Seems a little fishy to me. Decommissioned. Yep. What, what the helicopter's there for? <laughs> <laughs> They're getting decommissioned, too. It's a graveyard. Oh, yeah. How about uh, Raven Rock Mountain Complex? Did you see that one? Uh, it's it's possible. I, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many of them. I know. This one is, like, south-central PA, like the border between PA and Maryland, right in the... Not quite the middle, but they call this one... Site R. Oh yeah, everybody knows about this one, and you could you can drive right up to it, but it's not like you can get in or anything. But this one is actually also part of the uh, Federal Relocation Arc because mm. it's it's just north of DC, really. But this one is this one is freaking serious. It, since this one is established later on after Greenbrier, there is crazy technology in here. I think AT&T, I don't know if AT&T had anything to do with this one. Maybe. Let's just assume they did. <laughs> Those bastards. Can't trust them. But th- since this one is so popular, it's actually been in pop culture things. It's been in TV series, Jeremiah, Prison Break. It's been in a movie called Oblivion from 2013. It's been in the Fallout games. Oh, really? Yeah. It says it's near Fort Ritchie, if anybody knows where that is. In the Blue Ridge Summit. I say we storm it. Oh, we'll get... <laughs> we'll get put down quicker than those guys got knocked out of Area 51 last yeah. year. Yeah, because this is a weird one. This won't be a party going on here. Sight? I don't know if they do anything... I, I didn't see anything if they do anything nefarious in here. Oh, no? But, uh, but I don't doubt it. I can tell you what they do. Do it. Tell me. Army Major Electronic Nerve Center, uh, 650 feet below the surface with about 350 staff and over over a 716-acre area, possibly connected via tunnel to Camp David. The NOD installation is involved with psychic, in parentheses, demonic, and satellite control over slaves. This underground complex is to allow the government of the United States to escape a nuclear attack. The enormous complex radiates under Washington, D.C. 
and connects with many other sites. The tunnel system is used to move some of the mind control sex slaves. The walls and what? ceilings of the tunnels are ceramic tile with fluorescent lighting recessed into the ceilings. What? Yeah, dude. Speaking of tunnel systems, that everything that I keep hearing is like all these dumbs are connected by some sort of incredible tunneling system. Well, all of them. One of the topics we're going to get into in another episode, Mr. Schneider, he said that. That just blows my freaking mind. So you, there's just like this direct, a direct line from Raven Rock, which is South Central PA, to, what was it, White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. There's just a, a straight line. You don't have to go over mountains. There's no highways. You don't have to go around this or that. Just imagine that. Poof, straight straight over there. Well, he, he said that the all the bases are connected with these underground tunnels, and they have trains that can reach up to Mach 2. What? And for, you know, I looked it up because I was curious. That's just under 1,500 miles an hour. Isn't Mach 1 the sound barrier? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Wouldn't we hear something? Don't you remember, when was it? In Pennsylvania, just right around near Philadelphia or whatever. Don't you remember they kept hearing these weird booms, but nobody knew where they were coming from? Even, uh, like, everybody investigating, they were like, oh, I don't know. Really? Yeah. And it's not, it, w- it wasn't just that area. Like, there's been areas in the country where they hear these strange booms. And possible it's that, right? Yeah, that makes sense. There was one podcast I was listening to where a guy a guy called in. This was the um, the conspiracy show, I think is what it's called, with Richard Syrett. And this guy called in and said, I don't think he said where he was from, but he said him and his wife, they you wouldn't hear anything during the day. But just as soon as they would lay their heads down on their pillows, like they're down to the ground, not the ground, but on their pillows, kind of silent, then they would hear some sort of humming or something, some sort of noise. And this, he said it lasted like three or four days, and then it just went away. And they assume what they were doing was actually digging more tunnels. Yeah. Miles below the surface. I saw a, a YouTube video. It was... It was a National Geographic video, and they were d- digging a tunnel under Washington, D.C. Yeah, they were showing, but they had this giant machine, that, and they were showing how it does it. It'll, like, it tears up the ground, and then that gets, it's got this, like, corkscrew thing that pulls that material up, and, like, it's ground up, and then it gets turned into, like, a mortar mixture, and it gets sent out of the tunnel. But then at the same time this thing's going, the crews are there putting these, I guess it's like uh, the tunnel sections in to prevent a collapse. Like it's all just just grinding away, dude. It's just massive. It's not not just the machine is grinding away, but all these guys are just constantly machining everything out and then in yeah. in place. Can't imagine that. That's insane. Some... Some people, some conspiracy theorists or woke people, whatever you want to call them, they think that these machines incinerate the rock. Turn it into a, like a lava and then seal it to the walls of the tunnel? Possibly, yeah. It just, it it melts the rock. I, That's mind-boggling too. Yeah, I've, I've also heard people say that it, I don't, I don't know how it does, but they can essentially disintegrate the rock. I don't. Kinda. Yeah, I, I would be more. That? I'd be more inclined to believe that they can melt the rock and use it as a structural, whatever. Yeah, so they can form the walls as they're digging them out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more on board with that idea too. Huh? What do you think about a break? Oh, I think we are about there, aren't we? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Well, we'll take a break, and uh, we'll see you guys afterwards. Welcome back. You, you're back, right? I'm here. Okay. I'm in my uh, deep underground basement. I, uh, basement. Your basement. It's it's a couple feet underground. I don't want to be in mine because it's a glorified crawl space. Not there. You got dirt floors? It's not dirt floors. It's stone floors. It's all solid. It's not gravel. It's not gravel. It's not loose gravel. It's It's solid stone mm-hmm. but it gets damp a lot down there Oof. and 
and them spider webs are all over the place. So I don't want to be down there any length of time. I don't blame you. They probably keep these dumbs a little cleaner, though. They probably don't have to deal with spider webs so much. I don't know how often exterminators go in there. We got a bunch of rats over in Sector 2. They might. They probably have their own exterminators. And if they let it slip, then they get exterminated. <laughs> yeah. Terminated. Like, don't talk about this or we will exterminate your ass, you rat. <laughs> now, this place that I'm going to tell you about, I sent you this video a while ago, and it's not really a deep underground military base, but it's still pretty cool, I think. Yeah. You could totally drive through it. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah, anybody. It's a whole public place. It's got all these public places in it. They bring just regular shipments in. Hallmark has a headquarters or some sort of office down in this place. You said Hallmark? Yeah. Did you see that in the video? No, I didn't see the Hallmark. No. Yeah, at one point the guy's just driving along, and he come to a stop sign because they have stop signs and roadways and all that stuff down in this place. And he's like, Yep, over there, you get, there's a Hallmark headquarters, or Hallmark office. There's like four or five parking spaces in front of this, but it's all underground and what they call Subtropolis. That is in Kansas City, Missouri, on the Missouri side, I suppose. They, they took this old uh, limestone mine, and they were nothing else was happening with it, so they're like, yeah, we'll just start digging it out and putting some businesses in here, we'll... We'll have some all kinds of storage in here. No big deal. Where am I at? Bethany Falls Limestone Mine. Subtropolis is, in places, 160 feet beneath the surface. It has a grid of 16 feet high by 40 feet wide tunnels separated by 25 feet square limestone pillars created by the room and pillar method of hard rock mining. So, it's just like this crazy grid and the the pillars, the columns of this place is just these super wide limestone stacks. Yeah. I think it's freaking awesome. The complex contains almost seven miles of illuminated paved roads and several miles of railroad track. See, I didn't know there was a railroad down there. No, I didn't see that either. Currently, more than six million square feet is occupied by eight million. Oh, is occupied. Six million square feet is occupied. And 8 million square feet are available for future expansion. This is just totally public. You just drive right into it. It's not a secret. There's flags hanging outside of it. You just you just drive right in. You, you know what, like, is pretty scary about that? What? What do they have that we don't know about? If this is a well-known, anybody-can-drive-through thing, what about the secret shit? Exactly. I mean, maybe not there specifically, but the government in general, like, the secret shit is going to be way more crazier than that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, this place exactly. is cool. Yeah, if you want to watch this video, just go to YouTube and search for Subtropolis in Kansas City. S-U-B-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S. Subtropolis. It's The guy drives around. It's like a 30-minute like video, and he's just driving around. He's, like, pointing out parking lots, pointing out roadways. Yeah. The roads are named. It's freaking wild. Some some areas are still under construction, right? Yeah. Like they're they not just keep on expanding. Yeah, they're not finished. It's crazy. There's businesses down there. Right. Can you imagine? He was following around like a he was following around eighteen wheelers that were just backing up into places and delivering their goods. It would make sense for like uh I think I did in that video there was a computer company that had all like their servers all down there. Which would make sense. Probably. It's easy easy to keep cool. Right. So, yeah, that, that... I would love to drive through there just to check it out. I'd like to see it. But that is a totally public one with totally public things going on. Those are the ones we know about. Like, what's going on where we don't know about? <laughs> I don't know. We can speculate about all these other ones. The most infamous one, I don't know if we want to even... No, we probably shouldn't, right? We're, we're saving that for another one? We'll maybe touch on it towards the end of this. Yeah. Not yet. Well, I mean, I can talk about another infamous one. Yes. Edwards Air Force Base. Apparently there's three of them. Three of them? Three underground UFO bases. And if you remember from our Aliens episode, Edwards Air Force Base 
is allegedly where Eisenhower had his secret emergency uh, meeting with the Greys uh, back in 1954. Uh-huh. Yeah. And... That's, that's right when he started to get hot and heavy into these deep underground bases. Yeah. And Edwards Air Force Base is about 250 miles away from Area 51. <laughs> Things are coming together. Yeah. See, Area 51 is just the face of it on er- on the surface. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, they apparently have underground bases, Area 51, but areas close to Area 51, there's uh, S2, S4, which Bob Lazar talks about, S6, and S66. And S66 is the most secret one, and it's 11,300 feet deep. Holy crap. Or 2.14 miles. I was just going to say, it's a couple over two miles. Yeah. So, I mean, you go from Edwards Air Force Base, 250 miles. I could see there being a tunnel connecting the two. Yeah, at this rate, easily. Like, the clo- the ones in close proximity, Area 51, Dulce, probably under, I didn't say this one yet, but under the Denver airport. Oh, man. All that, that's all in close proximity. What? Of course, there's tunnels connecting them. Why would there not be? Yeah, at this rate, why why wouldn't there be? There's got to be some sort of crazy hive of tunnels, super crazy complex tunnels. For sure. Why do you think we're having all these sinkholes, dude? Is that what it is? Tunnels? It's not fracking, buddy. It's them building tunnels. (laughs) And then they just blame it on the fracking. Who's the fracking? Fracking did it. You're trying to get the gas out of the ground. It's fracking. Yep. So they can push their hybrid electric car propaganda on us. All the meanwhile, they're still building their tunnels. They knew they knew Planet X is coming to smash us anyway. Is that what that celestial body is? Do you gotta go to you gotta go to the website? The website, yeah, the celestial body. I saw that. Did you go into that? It was. I thought it was another solar system coming for us. Something. What was the website? Uh, Skyshipsovercashiers.com. Skyshipsovercashiers.com. It's it's North Carolina, but it's it's pronounced Cashers in North Carolina. But you go to that website and you go to Global Links, and dude, just scroll down. It's nothing but pictures of this stuff with some captions. Yeah, it's it's bonkers. Yeah, so insane. We're not talking about that now, but jeez. I mean, you got to think. What are the the crazy tabloids? The Daily Sun. Or the, weekly World News. Yeah, Weekly World News. A lot of that stuff is crazy too. But there's also facts in there. It's been proven. There's stories where they're too crazy for the main newspapers to run. Then they'll so run they them. Give it to the Weekly World News? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, so the, that's why people still buy it. You you never know. I mean, I don't buy them. No. Like, I, I, don't, I haven't bought a newspaper... I don't think I've ever bought a newspaper in my entire life. I've only bought newspaper. My kids are on the. I'll, <laughs> I'll buy a newspaper, like if I need something to start my grill with. You'll buy the newspaper on purpose, then. Yeah, then I, you know, then you ball up the paper under the charcoal stack, light that up, and <laughs> there you go. That's the paper. It costs you fifty cents for the uh, kindling. Yeah, you don't you don't use the whole paper. It, it could last you a while. Oh yeah. Whole year. One paper for the whole year. Uh, how about one of the more famous ones? It was actually in, I think it's been in multiple movies. And it was in Stargate SG-1, the Cheyenne Mountain Complex. Ooh. That's a good one. According to that TV series, there's a Stargate down there that we can just roam around the universe through. (laughs) But that's definitely not the case. It'd be cool. It would be freaking awesome. I thought that was, why did I think that was in Wyoming? It's not a way I'm It's in Colorado, isn't it? Oh, if it's in Colorado, then you know it's connected to the one below the airport. Well, 100%, yeah. Man, I don't... We're going to have to have a whole episode on just that freaking airport. Oh, definitely, dude. It it doubled its budget, man. It went like $2.7 billion over, $2.4 billion over budget. Was it? Was it there... Or am I thinking about something else? But they, the one of the reasons they went over budget is because they built some structures down on the ground. They're like, oh man, we followed the wrong plans. 
Ah, leave them there. We'll just build over them. Yeah, I think it was there. They just left these, and instead of deconstructing that stuff, because they built it quote-unquote wrong. Yeah. They just left it there, and they're like, we're not going to use yeah. it. Wrong, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. That, that was that was under that airport, though? I'm pretty sure that was the place. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing that same story. But they didn't, see, my thing is, they didn't build the entire airport and then say, oh, shit, we screwed up. Let's build the entire airport again. They doubled their budget. So where's all that money? Exactly. It's underground, bro. Literally. Yeah. They put it underground. The airport is so weird. We definitely had to do a full episode on that. You know what would be so awesome? To go there? To fly out there and do the episode there. Hell yeah. That would be so awesome. Yeah, we were talking about where we're going to go on vacation this year. And I I think, basically, I'm not getting my way. But I think we're all going to Montana. Montana? But I wanted to go to Colorado because I, I wanted to fly into Denver. I wanted to see it, you know, get some pictures of the stuff. and See, Denver, they're like, they're really playing it up. You know, they're playing off of the conspiracies now. Right, which is... I mean, I get it, but why was it like that to begin with? And now you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. We told we totally meant to do that. Yeah. It was his artist. It was his artist. We told him to go with a theme, and this is the theme he went with. Yep. I mean, sure, we got Masonic symbols everywhere. Yeah, no problem. Did you see that video of the the gargoyle now? The latest one, it's like the last summer or the summer before. It's a totally interactive gargoyle. No. What you didn't see that? No. I don't know how there there must be somebody behind the scenes controlling it but it's like a it's an an animatronic thing and you go up to talk to it and it'll it'll interact with you not just like some robot or whatever it'll tell you like stuff you're wearing it'll it'll roast you on the spot (laughs) it's it's weird yeah so they're they're totally embracing whatever weirdness is happening there yeah but that's for that episode yeah i was gonna say we better get off of this episode (laughs) because I'm going to start rolling on it, and I'll be looking up pictures, and <laughs> this episode, this dumb episode will turn into an even dumber episode. <laughs> In a different way. Or a smarter episode. A more, oh, woke, we don't do that around here. more woke episode. Woke, maybe. Smarter, no. Not around these parts. Where else are we going to go? What happens in the Cheyenne Mountain Cup besides the Stargate? Can you tell me that? It's a NORAD, right? Oh, there's, yes, that's one of the locations for NORAD. Uh, the, <clears throat> you're talking about this one in Colorado Springs, right? Yeah. It's, uh, Canada and U.S. and FEMA. Uh, hundreds of people on staff contains at least 4.5 cubic miles of underground caverns and 45 underground steel buildings. Many underground Ooh, chambers crap. are as large as 50 by 100. 50 feet by 100 feet. This complex tracks thousands of satellites, missiles, submarines, and UFOs. NORAD also controls many monarch slaves who have... What? <laughs> I don't know. It just went off... It just took a hard left. Look, I was on board with the UFOs, <laughs> but then suddenly... <laughs> NORAD also controls many monarch slaves who have Alex, Janus, Alexis... End time callback programming. NORAD install. What any of that means? I don't either. Uh, NORAD installation has 1,278 miles of road underground. So I mean, Project Monarch. You know about that, right? It's Uh, it's basically they uh, quote unquote shut down MK Ultra. Oh, okay. Monarch. You know, like like a Monarch butterfly. You know, you're you're changing. you, You know, like. So then, it's all coming together. Yeah, so I guess Alex, Janice, and Alexis says end time callback programming. So maybe those are code names or like uh, like a keyword. You say it and, and uh, then it, okay. whoop, they snap to. They're like a sleeper agent. Yeah. Like, uh, what the hell was that movie? Minority Report? Salt. Salt? Salt? Did you see that no, one? I didn't see Angelina Salt. Angelina Jolie? 
That was a good one too. She is like straight up sleeper agent. They trained her like Black Black Widow, but she is trained. I don't watch her movies, man. She's a lizard. She's for for sure a lizard person, man. If she's a lizard, then that means they have taken over Disney because she's going to be in the next big Marvel movie, The Eternals. Yes. If you don't think they haven't taken over Disney, you're a sheep, dude. You're one of the sheep, man. They've taken over the world. They've been here longer than us, apparently. We need to get into Disney. That one guy That one guy says you can see that stuff everywhere. It's not just Disney. Who guy? The guy who commented on all of our stuff on Instagram. And he was like, <laughs> fake, false. <laughs> That's an optical illusion. You can see that anywhere. It's not just Disney. Like, all right, dude. We know you're... I know it's a troll account. Like, why don't you just shut up, man? <laughs> Thanks for for your opinion. No. You were getting into something there. What were you saying before we got the Disney tangent? Oh, we were... I mean, we were just talking about the... Uh, Project Monarch and uh, butterflies and uh-huh. uh, oh, I would say what what is that movie? Oh, you yeah, what movie did you say? Minority Report. That's the one with uh, yeah, I know the movie you're talking about, but that's that's Future Crime. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's Tom that's Cruise. what it was. Yep, that's the one you're talking about. Well, that's the one I was talking about, but then I realized that's not. It doesn't really make sense. <laughs> For Project Monarch? Yeah. Doesn't really work. Well, it, that makes sense to me. Like, this this thing was exposed. MK Ultra was exposed. Just like this base or that base was exposed. So they're like, <laughs> we, we don't actually do that. Hey, uh, you, you want to start Project Monarch? It's it's new. It, exactly. Look, if they were... Nobody, nobody can tell me if the government was doing something with at least a little bit of success, that they just stopped doing it because they got found out? Hell no, dude. <laughs> they, don't, no. they didn't just stop. They changed the name. They went underground. Whatever. Literally. It, the Philadelphia experiment we're going to talk about at some point? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you tell telling me dude. they... Bleh, they didn't just stop? That? No. Nope. Nope. They did that, and they're like... Well, we fucked that up real good. We may, maybe we shouldn't do that again. Oh no, we should definitely do that again. Yeah, how can we perfect it? Let's keep trying. Exactly. It. Let's make it better. Maybe we'll put less guys on the boat this time, <laughs> so there's less people get <laughs> fucked up. That's a future episode. <laughs> All right, we went down Cheyenne Mountain Complex, right? Where are we going now? <sighs> there's so many. There's so many. Seriously. All right. What's in uh? What's in Maryland? It's real close to home. Yeah. Well, there's Camp David. Uh-huh. Which is connected to... What was it? Didn't you say that was... Edwards? Uh, Raven Rock. Raven Rock. Oh, that's right. Mountain Complex. Yeah. Uh, that's uh <clears throat> underground facility important to the intelligence agencies. So, there's that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> below Fort Meade. Actually, I went to Fort Meade. Did you? When I was younger, yeah. I went for a bowling tournament. That's on the surface. Yeah. Um, they have they have anti gravity bowling below the surface. It's very possible because uh, <laughs> below Fort Meade of the NSA, I guess the NSA is at Fort Meade. I don't know, but there's an exit for the NSA off of 95 down that way. Like as soon as you come out of Virginia, there's suddenly exits for all sorts of stuff. Actually, NSA complex this way. It's a big brown sign. I think Snowden did mention Fort Meade before. Did he? I, yeah. But under there, they have 10 acres of the most sophisticated supercomputers that can be built. Very large, complex, massive surveillance of all of the world's communications, including all transmissions in the U.S. and world of telephones, telegraph, telefax, fax, radio, TV, and microwave transmissions. Yep. That's Fort Meade. Of course they do. That's in Maryland. Mm-hmm. There's one in Olney, Maryland. It says it's between Olney and Laytonsville. And uh, it's another one that's uh, possibly the NSA or FEMA. It says a facility may be 10 levels deep, purpose unknown. What? 
Ten levels. Mm-hmm. What? So what does that mean? Ten stories? Each level is a story, like ten to twelve feet, depending on flooring and ceiling. Yeah, it's hard to tell because I mean that the one we we're talking about, Subtropolis, the ceilings were sixteen feet high. The tunnels were sixteen feet high. So uh, our levels. See, see, that's just that's open space, but right. that doesn't account for a. 12 to 16 inches of floor and then 12 to 16 16 inches of ceiling and then whatever HVAC. So it's one or two feet but between that space. Right. So it, it's really it's hard to tell how large a level is when you're going underground. You have some sort of an idea when you're going building vertically, building up, but when you're digging down. When you're going down, I guess you can... Get, get away with a little bit more. Yeah. There's another one in Maryland. It's Suitland, I guess it is. Okay. There's uh, classified archives of U.S. government stored here in underground levels. Vaults have extensive amounts of documents which are not indexed. Restricted access with a coded security card. High-level intelligence groups operate in the area also. Oh, speaking of that, I'm glad you brought that up. The podcasts I've been listening to, I've listened to a bunch of them now with uh, Mary Joyce, mm-hmm. and she's an author of uh, multiple books on so many just crazy things. Well, she runs that website we were talking about earlier, right? Yeah. Uh, airships over cashiers. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was. Yeah. Airships or skyshipsovercashiers.com. She runs that website. She's the editor there, but she was saying about uh, in the Smoky Mountains and like far, far west North Carolina, the western part of North Carolina, she's pretty positive. There's so much evidence. She's talked to different people, and AT&T people have been in and out of there, and the, one of the guys, one of her contacts through AT&T has worked in there, and he told her so much, but then he stopped talking to her because he didn't want to be – found out that he let let it out. But there's some sort of dumb there below uh, the Perry facility. P-A-R-I is the acronym. Hmm. But in that area, um, the campers and hunters, they've, and Boy Scouts even, they've encountered foreign soldiers on U.S. territory. Really? So apparently... The UN has some sort of control over national forests in the U.S., and they can operate foreign military operations in those locations. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that same thing. That any brown sign, like you see for like a state park or whatever, the UN uh-huh. has jurisdiction there. That blows my mind. Yeah, I heard the same thing. I don't know if I heard it on the confessionals. Or the podcast with Tony Merkel, or where I heard it. I but I I did hear the same thing. I I could not even imagine that you're just out somewhere camping in a United States national forest. You've paid your fee to go out there and do your camping, have your fire, fish for your fish, do whatever you know. You that's that's part of the gig. And then suddenly there's this. There's a whole group of soldiers that are well are wearing, I don't know, Russian flags. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're wearing the Russian fatigues out there. You know, we could do we honestly we could we there's a whole episode on the national forests because people go missing. <laughs> so. oh, oh, for sure, dude. People go missing at the in the national forest all the time, and if you lay, if you overlay. National Forest with reported dumbs, they match up. Uh-huh. And also, entrances to Hollow Earth. Yeah. <laughs> so, wh- I mean, you got to think, why would they make it a national forest, a protected land, if there wasn't some dope shit there? Very good point. You know, like, this is, why is this a national forest? Like, why not the forest 300 miles that way? Uh, well, you know, this one's really beautiful. Uh, there's an entrance to Hollow Earth. What? Uh, uh, oh, well, hold on. That was a bullet point you should have led with. 
No, I no, I didn't say that. I heard it. Yeah. So the, this place, it's the uh, Pisca Astronomical Research Institute, and is located in Balsam Grove, North Carolina. And according to Mary Joyce, um, they have a deep underground military base below this facility. And they have run foreign military exercises in this area. It's just, it's just crazy. Like, helicopters will come in and then just disappear into these places. Into, like, entrances into the mountains? Yeah. That, I mean, we went to, uh, what, last year? Last year we went to Tennessee. We went to Smoky Mountains. There's uh-huh. so much area there. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if there was some secret base in Dude, those mountains. That's the same spot. That's the same area. It's the far west of North Carolina, and it's the east of Tennessee. You were there. I was there, man. We went, We actually, I can't remember where what it was called, but we climbed up this mountain. It's like, it's, it's high. It's the second highest mountain this side of the Mississippi or something. And it's actually, I think the peak of it is actually in North Carolina. Man. Yeah. See? I was right there, man. You were there. I was right there. You were there. That was. What do you, what do you think all that fog was about? They were doing some sort of exercises in there. And that was. Raining up there? That was after we started the podcast, too. Uh-huh. I know. I should, <laughs> I, man, I wish we would have looked into this before I went. <laughs> yeah, this lady has so much stuff on her website. Skyships over cashiers. She tells you why they're doing chemtrails? To hide uh, out the extra system coming towards us? Wasn't that under that one, the one link? Global links? Yeah. About the celestial body. Yeah. That's why they're doing chemtrails. Because they're, I guess they're trying to make it so we can't see it. They're blocking it out. Mm-hmm. Put a fake sun up. It's, look, ah. I'm I'm not going to say anybody's crazy. I'm not going to say anything is crazy. All all conspiracies, I'll listen to. I'll listen to, I'll do some research, I'll look into it, and then I'll go with my gut. What I think. I haven't looked into this enough to say, nah, that's bullshit. Plus, like, I don't... There are so... There's so much evidence that shit's happening underground. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't even know what's going on underground. We don't even know what the center of the Earth is. No. Realistically, scientifically, we know what they tell us. But, I mean, underground... A lot of these bases, for all we know, could be entrances to Hollow Earth. Listen to this. Uh, now, this says the deepest... This is on her website, skyshipsovercashiers.com. Deepest underground laboratory in USA. The deepest underground laboratory in the USA is three miles south of Wild Bill Hickok's town of Deadwood, South Dakota, and nearly a mile down into the ground. During Hickok's days, it was a homestake of Homestake Gold Mine. Today, that gold mine has been expanded beyond anything Hickok could have imagined. It now houses the Sanford Underground Research Facility. SURF, another acronym for you. Hmm. Where multiple physics experiments are conducted, including those involving dark matter and neutrino research. Wow. One of the ongoing research projects at SURF is to understand the role neutrinos play in the creation of the universe. In trying to understand this, the Fermi National Accelerator Laboratory in Illinois shoots beams of neutrinos through the Earth to detectors 800 miles away in Lead, South Dakota, or Lead, South Dakota. Neutrinos are interesting to physicists for some of the same reasons that pottery shards are interesting to archaeologists, says Joseph M. McLean, Director of Research Communications at the College of William & Mary. Just as archaeologists study broken clay pieces to construct a story about the society that produced them, physicists examine neutrinos to learn more about the events and processes from which these subatomic particles have their origins. He also points out that the Big Bang, our sun, supernovas, and atomic power plants all produce neutrinos, so there's plenty of material for physicists to study. They do all this crap under that place in South Dakota. Well, I mean... Look at CERN. That's an underground facility. Yeah. We you know we we almost had a particle accelerator here. 
Then they want to build like the biggest one in the world. It, it was going to U.S. It was going to be built in uh, Texas, I believe, but Congress stopped it. I think they were. I think they were actually underway. I think construction was underway, and Congress stopped the funding for it. So they say. Maybe they didn't. There, if you want to go down any kind of, this is an easy rabbit hole to go down. Just start looking up dumbs, and holy crap. They're everywhere. Antarctica? Did you get any in Antarctica? I heard that noise again, dude. No way. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. It's like a... It... I think I got a text message the same time you said that. Oh. Maybe it's... Yeah, maybe it's so doing something. I think it's the, the, the frequency or something running through. Yeah, because I did hear it earlier before we recorded and your mom had called you back. I think I heard it. All right, that's cool. <laughs> or is it? Well, at least you can assume it's not a demon. <laughs> not saying it's I'm not. Gonna, it, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna assume it's a demon. You probably should. Yeah. Some sort of a ghost or something. Yeah. Sleep with a crucifix tonight. <laughs> Don't even use a pillow. Just use a Bible. Just lay your head on a Bible with a crucifix in your hand. <laughs> a garlic. That's necklace. not gonna work because. Uh, we have two black cats, so they'll just they'll just neutralize all the other stuff. You have two black cats? <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> You're just asking for demons in your house, dude. I stood the brooms up. I didn't do it. My daughter stood the brooms up the other night. Witches. I tried to stand ours up, but it wouldn't stand up. She even took the one that we use outside that's basically made out of hay. It's just... It's not like plastic bristles. It's like wood strip bristles yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah she stood that one up like you, you're not this is physically impossible which which dude <laughs> all right what do you think you got you got more on dumbs i mean we could probably go for a while on this yeah i don't know man i mean like you said we could go for a while but i don't know if we should go for a while we cover quite a bit we, you want to we couldn't even cover all of them no it, it would almost have to be a separate podcast itself <laughs> just called like the dumb podcast oh shit <laughs> cut that out that's a great podcast name <laughs> <laughs> i mean crazy stuff happened around mount rainier in washington dude just go down the, if anybody wants to learn more about this california has freaking i don't know 20 of them? Oh, yeah. California is loaded with them. 29 Palms, China Lake, Darwin, uh, California, Deep Springs, Fort Irwin, Edwards Air Force Base we already talked about. I mean, just uh, t Mount Shasta. Yeah. Napa. La it's pronounced Lancaster in California, but in Pennsylvania it's pronounced Lancaster. Everyone. Did you know that? <laughs> you can be like, sure. Well, I mean. I'll go with that. In Delaware, we have a Newark. In Jersey, it's a Newark. Exactly. Spelled the same way. Pronounced different. Uh -huh. People mess it up anyway. Hmm, we... Dare, dare we mention the one that we're going to do next? I mean, I'm sure the people are expecting to hear it in this episode. Because we've teased it enough. Well, I, they just saw the title and they know this one's coming up. But not yet. We wanted to get a, a nice introduction for all. Yeah. Where are we going next? You want me to say it? Yeah, we'll say it, and then that'll tease it for the next one, and then we'll be done. Well, I don't know really how to say it. Is it Dulce or Dolce? Uh, I want to say Dulce. I think Dulce, too. Because if you go with, like, a Spanish or a Mexican pronunciation, I don't think they just randomly put the ch sound in. Do they? I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, man, if you are from that area in New Mexico... Dulce, Dolce, New Mexico. Let us know. Oh, yeah, seriously. Because we're going to do, we're getting ready to do a whole episode on Dulce. And one Mr. Phil Schneider. Yeah, if you have any info on it, if, you know, personal experience, you've been to the area, you've seen some things, have you seen UFOs in the area? Yeah, write to us. Let us know. And where can they do that? Well, they can do it at bringontheweird.com, or, no, 
Bring on the weird at gmail.com. <laughs> no, we don't have a website like that yet. Uh, they can do it on Twitter at bring on the weird. Uh, yes, sir. Instagram, bring on the weird. They can send us a DM on Instagram. We have a Facebook, but we don't have a Facebook group. I, I haven't dug into Facebook. I'm part of a bunch, but just we just have a page, facebook.com, bring on the weird. You can get us on Reddit. Yep. I don't. We have both a subreddit and a bring on the weird regular old Reddit account. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. We share clips of the shows on YouTube. Buy a sh- Take a look at, yeah, the merch. I was just gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a shirt from us or something, and then. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And then post a picture of yourself wearing it. Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. I want to find out who. There's only been one person to buy the Wendigo shirt. Somebody had to find out. Yeah. Who is this person? Yeah, send us a picture of you rocking it. Exactly. You don't even have to send us a picture. Just let us know in some sort of form. Did you do it? Were you the one to buy it? Just take a picture of the shirt itself. Yeah. But you can get some of our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash bring on the weird. We got some cool stuff there. We got that, uh, was it iHeart Conspiracies? That that one's on there, right? With our logo slapped in the O. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good I can't believe no one's bought that one yet. I know. Three people jump on that one. I'm, I think I might buy it. I kind of want it. Yeah, we have to buy our own merch, people. <laughs> we just start wearing it around. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's it, isn't it, for now? I believe so. I'm going to have to keep this site. I just read something about Dulce. That's definitely going to come up. Holy smokes. All right. It's a good teaser. <laughs> hey, check out Subtrapolis in Kansas City. That's a good fun video. Dude just driving around that place. But in the meantime, stay weird, world. We'll see you guys next time.